everybody and welcome back. I am Flowery Kai and today we are going to be reading chapter 4 of It's a Long Way Home Theseus by Raindrops and Autumn. I've linked them in the description. Go check them out and give them some kudos. Chapter 4. Tears. Summary. Rambu breaks the news. Phil misses Tommy. Rambu was hesitant to leave Tubbo in Snowchester. He should have been crushed. Not that Rambu wanted him to be crushed, but he'd never seen such adamant denial before. He'd probably only feel worse when he figured out that Tommy was, in fact, dead. There was no reason for Sam to lie. Plus, it was written all over his face. He'd cared about Tommy, and he was dead. Rambu had to leave, though. Techno and Phil needed to know what had happened, and no one else was going to tell them. He kept his eyes turned skyward for most of the journey home. Though it slowed him down, it kept the tears in his eyes. Rambu couldn't let them fall, or they'd hurt him. He had a lot to cry about, but he refused to let himself. Rambu managed to make it to the nether before the tears finally fell. He wound up sitting on the path with his sword drawn, wincing as his tears carved down his cheeks. He could hardly deal with it all. The pain of crying, of Tommy's death of Tubbo's denial, all against the backdrop of trying not to get killed in the nether. The gas started firing him, but he couldn't even get his bow out. All he could do was hide behind a wall and cry, cry, cry. Rambu? Rambu looked up to see Techno standing above him, aiming a crossbow at the ghast. It died with a screech as Techno fired at it, and his anxious gaze returned to Rambu. What? Uh... What happened to you? Techno asked. Rambu opened his mouth to explain, but all that came out was a squeak of pain as another few tears tore their way down his face. He instinctively tried to wipe them off, but the water hurt his hands as well. Techno pulled him to his feet. Come on, he sighed. Let's get you home. I can't stop crying, Rambu mumbled miserably, half collapsing into his chest. Techno, it hurts. Hey, look at me. Rambu did so, and was surprised when Techno carefully wiped his tears off his face, trying not to spread the water around too much. He noticed how a little blood stained Techno's fingers as he did so. Is that better? he asked, voice bordering on gentle. Rambu nodded gratefully. Yes, thank you. Techno cleared his throat. Good, good, come on. Techno walked ahead of him with his crossbow loaded, pausing occasionally to make sure Rambu was still behind him. Tears still streaked down Rambu's face on occasion, but he made it out of the nether all right with Techno's protection from mobs. Phil came rushing out of the house as they neared it. Rambu! he exclaimed. Have you been crying? What happened? I've got bad news, Rambu admitted. All right, Phil said, ushering him towards the house. Get inside first. Rambu soon found himself seated around a table with Techno and Phil, a blanket over his shoulders and a mug of milk in his hands. Phil had offered tea, but Rambu had had enough water for the day. So, Techno said, you said something about news? Rambu swallowed nervously, trying to keep the grief from constricting his throat again. You guys remember how Tommy got stuck in prison with Dream? They nodded. Well, uh... Dream killed him. Rambu stared at his mug. Tommy's dead. 
A suffocating silence fell over the room. Like, dead, dead? Techno asked eventually. Yeah, Rampu muttered. Techno stared ahead of himself, eyes unfocused. Well, Phil had his face in his hands. His shoulders shook ever so slightly. I'm sorry, Phil, Rambu said. He didn't look up when he replied. I should have been there for him. Techno patted his friend on the back. He opened his mouth to say something, but then apparently thought better of it and closed it again. They stayed seated around the table, silent except for the occasional sniffle, before Phil eventually got up and left without a word. Rambu watched him go. Rambu? Techno sighed. Hmm? How exactly did Tommy die? I don't know, Rambu admitted. All I know is that Dream killed him while they were in prison together. Techno shook his head. Tommy betrayed me, but I know that Phil cared about him, and I wasn't lying when I said I would have fought the world for Tommy the day of the festival. He drummed his fingers on the table. I'll miss him, I guess, just a little bit. Rambu knew Techno well enough to understand he felt a lot more than he said. He took a sip of his milk. We can miss him together. Phil wound up sitting outside in the snow, next to the mailbox. The book Tommy had left about his hotel opening was still in it, since no one had ever bothered to move it. He took it out and held it. Tommy had held it once. He'd probably written it excitedly. After everything... Even Doomsday, he'd thought to invite them to his hotel. Maybe that was just Tommy being a money-scrounging raccoon, but Phil liked to think that it was because he still cared about them. He hoped that was why, because Phil knew he still cared about Tommy. Phil had met Tommy for the first time when the kid was five. Wilbur had been learning how to play guitar at the time, and had taken to practicing in the woods outside the house. He'd come back one day with a tiny, little blonde kid who'd heard his music and refused to leave him alone. Phil had thought Wilbur would find little Tommy annoying, but he'd been downright enamored with him. Tubbo had been delighted to meet someone his age. Tommy had stayed for dinner, and when he ate like it was his first meal in weeks, Phil offered to let him stay the night. He hadn't wanted him to go wandering back out into the woods alone. When Tommy refused, Phil had then offered to help him find his parents, because seriously, where were they? But he turned down that even faster. Phil had been concerned, of course, but he wasn't keen on kidnapping, so he'd let him go. Tommy kept wandering back to them on the daily, arriving just in time for lunch and leaving at sunset. Phil started setting a place for him at the table after a couple of weeks. He'd given him his own room after six months, complete with a bed, which he never slept in. Every day, stubbornly independent, Tommy had departed back to the woods to go home. Phil still didn't know what that meant. He had a sneaking suspicion that Tubbo did. But he'd become certain the kid didn't have any parents back there when he'd accidentally called Phil dad after about three months of following Wilbur around like a lost puppy. Everything had changed on Tommy's sixth birthday. He'd shyly mentioned it at dinner, and a party had been hurriedly thrown together. That was the day Phil finally convinced Tommy to stay. He owed it to Tubbo, who had given him a gift. Phil couldn't remember what it was anymore, but Tommy had reacted like it was the first thing he'd been given in years, which very well might have been true. Phil stared at the book in his hands. 
Tommy's messy handwriting proudly proclaiming the inevitable success of his hotel. Tommy had had more life in him than anyone else Phil knew. It didn't make sense that he could be dead. A tear fell from Phil's eye onto one of the pages as he flipped through the book, and he snapped it shut. Guilt and pain clawed at his heart. Tommy had died alone. On his sixth birthday, Phil had promised him that he'd always be there for him, no matter what. So where had he been? Phil placed his head in his hands as he tried to remember where it had all gone wrong.